Hi guys, Amy here. I'm back for series two of my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. In series two, I'm so excited to bring you more business owners and conversation to challenge the way we do things in business. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business with me, Amy Bajada. In this episode, I wanted to take the time to explore options we have as business owners to really stand firm during these turbulent times. You see many things in business right now being challenged more than ever. You've got things like commercial property, whether we're actually going to return to the workspace, what the workspace now looks like, what's a common workspace for our employees, what's distance going to be like for our workforce, the financial commitment we have to employees, being able to increase the liquidity of our business to ensure that our business is solid and and well-structured during this time. Working with understanding our customer reactions and buying patterns because they've changed so substantially. And looking, of course, at the financial caution playing a really big part in the outcome of this pandemic and being able to position ourselves in a way that we can be smart about the way we use our money during this time rather than just be reactive to it. So I wanted to go through a couple of simple strategies that you may find easy to implement. It might just provide you with a clear understanding of how you can tackle certain components of your business or not. (laughs) You might take some of this and not all of it, but I thought I'd just take this opportunity given that we are in a recession here in Australia that we are, you know, as business owners, we're really trying to grab hold of the slippery slope that are these changes that keep occurring, whether it be changes to our ISO rules or changes to the way we do business or changes to what our customers are and aren't allowed to do for us or changes to the way we operate our business. So the first thing I wanted to start with, and you're going to get sick of me talking about this, and I know it. is forecasting. Forecasting is a really huge component right now. And if you haven't already started thinking about it, you really should. Even if you've gotten to a point, I've spoken to a few business owners where they're at the point where it's, you know, October, kind of riding off this year. We're just going to ride it out. We're going to be as proactive as we can during this time. But at best, we're going to get our forecasting sorted out for 2021 with all the good intentions that 2021 is supposed to deliver us given 2020 than the year that we've had. So forecasting should be top of your agenda. When you're thinking about forecasting, in particular, forecasting revenue at the best of times can prove to be such a trying task. And with all the variables that come with just being in business in general. So in trying times like this, it becomes a more laborious task. It becomes more difficult and strenuous to be able to extend our thinking to, well, we don't know what's about to happen or we can't predict what's about to happen or our results have proven to be so volatile that I've got no common ground to stand on. So what can you do about it? I say that the best type of forecasting in this situation is to go through and update your numbers constantly. So a review of your financial information is going to play an even bigger role in your business now more than ever. I would always recommend putting together what I term a rolling 12-month flexible forecast. And what that means is that you are constantly looking 12 months out. 
So if we're in October, we're looking from October through to September. By the time November rolls around, we're looking for November through to October. And we continue to do this 12-month rolling flexible forecasting. This will allow you to draw upon the several components of what is and isn't known to you at the time of developing it. And then you can start to build in change during your regular reviews. So not only developing the forecast, but doing your regular reviews. That could be weekly, that could be monthly for some and most, whereby you will start to see and hopefully will start to see some sort of pattern forming that's going to start to make sense to the way your business is operating and the reaction that your business is having to the time that you're existing in because there's going to be some more changes coming with just the way the world is operating. And then you can utilize that pattern that starts to form for your future forecasting. But you can continue that rolling 12-month flexible forecast that will help you to be able to see it. Outside of revenue forecasting, but still on the whole concept of forecasting, is this whole scenario-based forecasting. Now, I've talked about scenario-based forecasting before, but in this situation, because scenarios are quite different and it's it's very it's very tough to be able to work out where you're headed, what does it mean, what do any of the changes or the the external factors that you can't control or the ones that you can control means for your business now. So I would start with a really basic scenario forecasting tool and that 12-month rolling forecasting where you would have a scenario-based forecasting for your best outcome, your average outcome, and your worst outcome. And don't be afraid of it, all right? Don't be afraid of the worst outcomes because the beauty of doing scenario testing across the worst scenario is that you're going to pick up all the gaps in between. It's actually quite liberating if you've ever done it. It's a really great way to look at your business. But each of those types of forecasting, the best average and worst scenarios that you could forecast, will provide you with a solid plan that you can then put together a detailed strategy for being able to achieve those plans. And even, like I said, work backwards. Just some thoughts around forecasting. And they're just some simple things that you can do now to be able to prepare yourself, whether it be for the rest of the year, the rest of the financial year, or the rest of the the next calendar year, however you define how you're going to look at your next forecast development. The next thing I wanted to talk about was measuring customer satisfaction and spending patterns. Now, whilst this has always played an important role in any business strategy, full visibility and prompt reaction times are going to now be critical. Okay, so it's it's not about sitting back and waiting for things to happen. It's about watching things happen. Watch the spending patterns, understand the spending patterns, make notes about them, react to them, understand and develop and repeat. Make more notes, keep reacting, understand and develop and repeat. It's going to be critical to be able to see that. And then you can build those types of patterns back into your forecasting that we just talked about. The other thing I wanted to talk about is this real shift in mindset and redefining what success is for the business. Because what we set out to achieve may not be what we're achieving, whether it be in the good side of the scale or the bad side of the scale or right somewhere smack bang in between. Either way, success is going to be different. It's going to look a little different. And I think it's an important step in building resilience during any crisis is to understanding that this is a moving part in your business. What success is defined as is a moving part and will be key to building the right path and strategy for your business. When we 
define what our successes are or what the success is going to be, when we get those little wins, it's going to move our mindset. It's going to create positivity. And that's what we need, like I said, to build that resistance during this crisis or any crisis, actually, because it is a moving part. The next is you need to get real about your numbers and in particular, your relationship with your cash. I know I've spoken recently or a lot about cash flow, but this is one of those key components or key options that you have right now. Get real about your numbers. Get real about this relationship. Ignoring it won't make any of these issues go away, nor will it make the situation for better for you. Tackle it head on. Be honest and be thorough. Don't just ignore things because you think that you'll phase those sorts of things out of your business. You're not going to do that anymore, so you'll phase that out. Be thorough enough to know and honest enough to know that that is still occurring and only when it stops occurring will I phase it out of my forecasting. But get real about them. And I can't stress to you more than that, that this relationship with your numbers is going to be key to really getting through this. While we're talking about numbers, the other thing is to understand what your critical number is. What number is going to have your business arrive where you need it to for this defined success that we talked about? Is it your bank account balance? Is it your cash reserve figure? Is it sales volumes or sales values? Either way, you need to understand what that critical value is. You need to know it and you need to develop a strategy to achieve it. Because knowing exactly where your resources and drivers are for achieving this strategy is going to be key to keeping you on track for the results and being able to follow that plan. If you haven't worked out what that number is for you, because it's going to be different for all of us. Some of us, it's going to be net profit. Some of us, it's going to be gross profit. Some of it's going to be just our bank account for survival. Whatever it is, know it and develop a strategy with achieving it in mind. We talk a little bit about cash reserves. Know what your cash reserves and availability to funding throughout this time is. Know what those limits are, what options you have to funding, and how quickly you can gain access to those funds. But like I always say, with the right forecasting in place, you should actually be versed on how soon you may need to draw upon those funds or to be able to understand when you need those funds and take adequate steps in plenty of time to organize for them to arrive as and when you need them. So know them, know what you have available to you. And if you currently don't have it available to you, find someone who can talk you through your options. Because if there's anything we can take away from this pandemic and from this crisis that we've been through or we're going through, is that we know where the gaps are now. We've seen some of the gaps. So if funding became a problem for you, and you're relying on certain government initiatives, work out ways you can smooth that out. Work out what other options are available to you so you're not sitting and waiting for a change in that, that you can be proactive about it. Next, I want you to remember you're not alone. We're actually all in this together. And I know there are some businesses that are really thriving and some that are are completely dying through all of this. But call upon your network your colleagues, your mentors, people you know, people you don't know. But do what you have to do to not go it alone. Use what you have available to you and who you have available to you and know what it is that you may need that isn't currently available to you. And do the greatest thing of your life and that is ask as many questions as you can along the way. 
We have access to really great social media portals that allow us to be part of groups, create a group, develop some sort of strategy whereby you can really hone in on what you need. But don't go it alone because you're not alone. And you know what? You can call me. I'm here. You don't have to go it alone. And finally, be the driver. Lead your business. Learn to adapt and adjust where and when necessary. But don't take your hands off the wheels. You're in control. You know, it's it's really important to remember that during these times because sometimes we can feel as though I've lost the direction. I've lost the control. Continue to be the driver. Put your hands back on the wheel and shake it off. Shake off the negativity. Shake off the uncertainty. Plan. Forecast. Think about it. Get intimate with your numbers. Understand your numbers. Understand what's going to drive your business and what's going to get those wins for you on the board. Like I said, we're all in this together. So we need to reach out. We need to be there for each other. And these are just some simple options that you have that you can explore within your own business to help smooth the way or at least give you full visibility over what it looks like in your business, what the outcomes look like, what the direction is for you. I hope some of those tips have helped. I hope some of those options are available to you. Like I said, reach out. I'm more than happy to speak with anyone in relation to any of those. But I thought they'd just be some helpful tips that you might be able to utilize right now to help get you through this time. Thanks so much again. Till next time. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.